that Christmas Eve mass. So many people packed in there like little Catholic sardines. Mm-hmm. Everybody's passing out. No. Yeah. They were passing out? I know at least one year my great grandma did. And like we she were there died? for No, she passed out. Oh, she did. <laughs> Welcome back to Let Her Cook the Podcast. Let him cook this week. This is Mike. Hi. I'm so excited to I have you on. I see you in like two weeks. This is kind of cool because we haven't seen each other for a while. Mm-hmm. When Kat came to my door, I literally didn't like say anything <laughs> for 30 seconds. I just had to like take it all in. We, yeah. um, so this is like raw. And this is raw. This is real. This is us. This is kind of how we like it. Exactly. So last week, Naomi had an episode with her husband, Michael, and that was really lovely because I've had a lot going on, so I needed Mm -hmm. a week off. But because she got an episode with the man in her life, I then said, I want an episode with the man in my life. And that was confusing for her, but I knew exactly who I needed. Oh, thank you. I am (laughs) really excited to be here because we have been talking about your podcast quite frequently. I do listen. Um, I have liked, I have subscribed. I have engaged with the Instagram polls. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of a fan. But so, also you have a lot of Michaels in your life. I know, I know. Have you talked about that? Yes. I mean, I talked about how my best friend Michael Crutt got mad that I called him Michael Crutt. Because he was like, why did you use my last yeah. name? And I was like, because Naomi's husband is Michael Gruss. Like, it's so close. Yeah. And now you. But, but you're just Mike. I do exclusively go by Mike. It has been a branding decision for quite some time. <laughs> I want it to stand alone. I don't know any other Mikes. You're the, you are the sole Mike in my life. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I said that I wanted to do a, an episode. I got jealous. Like, I want to do an episode with mm-hmm. my partner. And Mike is my my life he's my partner he's my soul sister but it is so weird that we're friends yeah how how should we give context yeah it's a fun one um it is actually so beautiful because we've had an episode on let her cook i'm sure you've listened about making friends in your adult life and even though we knew each other in high school we really like became friends and connected in our adult life well, we also didn't go to school, high school, with each other, mm-hmm. which creates a... And I don't want to talk about high school for, like, the next hour, so please <laughs> cut me off. Um, but that is a different type of relationship than one with friends in your high school. Totally. So we kind of met through, like, a third party. Yeah, we knew each other because we were both perform, But we we never did a show together, even though we were both performers, we have never done a show together. No, we did a few. No, we did not. No, we did. Which ones? Um, one start, one rhymes with many thing woes. You were not in Anything Goes. Yes, I was. Was I in Anything Goes? Yeah. Who were you? Um, the bald one. Oh. The funny, the comedic s- relief. Sing Like a Blue. Oh, I was Hope. You, we Are we sure that was the same production? 
Yeah, but it probably wasn't the same cast because it, everything was quintupled casted. Okay, fair. Okay. Um, so we did do shows together. Yeah, and I can think of two more, but like we don't need to go into the weeds. I'm so sorry. Are That's you hurt? Okay. I'm <laughs> slightly offended. But that, okay. So sorry. we grew up in the same area. We did not go to the same high school, mm-hmm. but we were both theater kids. Mm-hmm. And we knew each other through that because that was like, especially the, the like really talented people knew each other so i knew you sure no (laughs) comment (laughs) so we knew each other through that and then i ended up but like we weren't close like we there's not a time that i can think of where we like hung out no we weren't kikiing at a bonfire absolutely not Mm -hmm. so then we went our separate ways um i went to school for theater you made the correct decision and went to school for i don't know did i lawyerism (laughs) (laughs) What, you went to law school, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went to school for philosophy, and then I went to law school. I mean, I think that that's a beautiful decision. Yeah, I learned how to, how to think. I never learned how to do that. Yeah. Um, well, but... We all learn sometime. But then... I got I, that theater minor, though. Did you? I did. Do you miss it? Do you miss performing? Everyone, yeah. But, I mean, I perform... We all perform every single day. Say more. Every single day, we're shapeshifters. We perform at our nine to fives if we have a nine to five. We perform at our five to nines in a completely different costume Mm -hmm. than you would at your nine to five. Um, Yeah, so that doesn't leave you. That's beautiful. But, like, do you miss getting up on stage? And, like, I know you you teach. I go to karaoke. So you don't miss fun. it. No, I, but I perform at karaoke. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's something to be said about getting paid for it. There's something to be said about like doing it when you want. Yeah. And that's why I didn't go to school for it. Yeah. Because I didn't want it to become a job. Yeah. And uh, I think that was important for me to keep those loves separate. But still, like, going to school and getting the minor, granted, the MT kids were phenomenal and so talented, and I was honored to, like, be in some classes with them. Mm-hmm. But that gave me an amazing outlet. Totally. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's really nice. You so, do- fast forward, like, after school. Yeah, we, like... really, me after law school. So, seven years. Yeah, so we hadn't seen each other in seven years. We both are end up in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I know your really good friend, Allison, because I was going to Solid Core where she mm-hmm. would coach, and I was bartending at Coupe de Ville where she is a regular. And I was, like, kind of looking for new workouts to do. This is such, like, a fun peek behind Pittsburgh low-key podcast. What do you mean? Like, hopefully some of your audience one day is listening to the pod Mm -hmm. and then maybe finding themselves in Pittsburgh for a weekend, finding these landmarks. I think that's kind of cool that you're not, you're not just saying our friend a, who works at a bar. Yeah. You're saying the name of the bar, which is like really fun. Yeah. I mean, there can be a whole let her cook scavenger hunt with all the places we drop. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is cool. Maybe start throwing those in like the footnotes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll do it for this Yay. one. Oh, and you will especially want this one. And then I came to Steelhouse Cycle, mm-hmm. where she 
she owns the place and I knew that you were involved with it like I knew you coached there but I didn't know at the level what level you were at because you're a very key component oh, of Steelhouse you. Cycle like you're very like she you're like her right hand man yeah, so you gotta support those people yeah so you're very involved so when I walked in the door we were kind of just like hey oh my god and then from my point of view I had seen your name mm-hmm. on the class roster and to be honest didn't think much of it other than collect that data and move on mm-hmm. because I have had interactions with people not just at the spin studio but in other parts of work and life where you see somebody's name and you're like I know I went to high school with that person yeah. and then they walk in and you're like I was not at all expected you not to be that person but then you look at their name again and it was like john smith yeah so i've kind of backed away from being like i know i'm gonna know that person right but i remember walking in i didn't go to your class at first i think i was at going to allison's mm-hmm. class but you were obviously there and we were just like hey how are you how are you we went on our way and then i ended up signing up for one of your classes and when I rode that class, you were just, like, so grateful and so nice that you were just very grateful that I came and rode your class. Aww. Like, you were on the microphone. You were like, and I went to high school with Catherine or Kat, I guess, because at that point mm-hmm. I was still Catherine, I think, to mm-hmm. you. Um, and after class, you were like, I, I appreciate you coming so much. That means so much Aww. to me. And then you were a, a big part of me starting to work there. You reached out to me and said yeah we were like who do we know and i was like i want cat in here now <laughs> and i did and i came well, and I you had there. mentioned that you're hustling and i mean we're both that's also something that kind of brought us back together is mm-hmm. gr- i don't love grind culture but like hustle culture is very different like do something you're really good at find it hone in on those talents but there are so many other opportunities there that can refine something in your main craft mm-hmm. that we often forget about. And this is, for me, in my 20s, this is my sandbox where I'm going to play with a little bit of this and a little bit of that and put it all together sometime later. I love that. I love that you coach down there. And you're so good at it, oh, too. You. Like, you're just so wonderful. So, so it, you heard it. Come to class. Come to class. Come to class. We'll, we'll drop the link. But so I started working there and just immediately you and I just hit it off. We just connected. And now you're literally one of my best friends. I mean, you're we see each other like two, three, four times a week. But like even that's not enough, you know, and when when we do see each other, you are always that person like you check in on me so much, which means so much to me. I don't do that to everybody, by the way. Really? Yeah, there's. That's something for me, and you had that episode on friendship, and I resonated with a lot of things mm-hmm. that you and Naomi had both said, but um, very protective of my personal peace and mm-hmm. my time nowadays. Maybe not so much in like my early 20s, yeah. where I just wanted everybody to love me. Um, which is probably part of like that theater kid. Also, I'm an only child. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so is Naomi. <laughs> yeah, she is. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. But then when you find those people, and those people can change, and that's okay too. But like when you find that little tribe of 
four, five, six. I think my like super tight circle is maybe eight, mm-hmm. which feels good and manageable to me. But those are the people that I'm like, I think Kat has a rough week this week. I'm just going to like drop a line. And you do. It takes 10 seconds. Yes. And you do do it at the most perfect times. Like we haven't seen each other a lot because I've been in rehearsals. So I haven't been working at the studio much. And you're just so good at not being overbearing, not like being like, oh, why aren't I seeing you? It's right. just like, I miss you. How are we doing? And personally, I don't do anything. So we're recording this on a Tuesday night. Yeah. I really don't like to do anything super social during the week. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Dates, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, but like, that's my time to unwind. Like, work is hard. The world is on fire. <laughs> I need like a little bit of peace and quiet. <laughs> And guess what? When the weekend comes, it's hanging out with that inner circle of people because that's me protecting my time. Yeah. And that's like you want to be around people. Naomi and I always say that like we feel more charged after spending time with each other. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that like just drain you of your energy. And I feel so charged with her, with you, with there are just like a select group of people. But it's just I'm it's just so surprising to me that you are that person to me. I agree. Yeah. Like I mean, I knew that I had always enjoyed you, but we were 16, 17. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a decade went by. Mhm. So to see somebody at the end of a decade completely maybe not a different person yeah. But a different form of that person is pretty neat. It's pretty fucking cool. And I just love how seamlessly, like, it, it. we just enjoy each other so much. Or I won't speak for you. I just enjoy you so much. There was, was it my, it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. That day was so fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not a birthday person. But you and a lot of the spin girlies went out of their way to, like, make the day special. Mm-hmm. But birthday aside, I hadn't, we had, we were cackling that night. (laughs) We, we were, at one point you were making just a margarita (laughs) and I think it was the most entertaining 10 minutes of my life. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) and then you text me the next day and you were like, last night was so much fun for no reason. It it was like, we just had the best And it also wasn't, and that's telling too about growing up. I just talked about this in therapy today. Ooh. So I may have to forward this episode to my therapist. Okay. But we had just talked about today how in your 20s you kind of start to reckon with who your friends are and why are you friends with them. Mm-hmm. Now, those people that you can go grab a drink with on a Friday night are fantastic mm-hmm. and important. But I think something that was also special about that day is, yeah, were alcoholic beverages consumed 100%, no denying that. But everybody else, everybody was like pretty level headed and clear. Yeah. And when you're around those people that you don't need too much um, liquid courage, maybe, or yeah. gas in the tank. Yeah. That's valuable in my 20s because I'm kind of over the let's drink too much every Saturday night. And that's pretty surface. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, that's difficult for me too. I just. I completely agree with you and I just love that it just goes to show that there there's such an importance to like letting people go in your life but not being 
against reconnecting with people that you would never fucking expect like if you told me 10 years ago that i would be sitting in your gorgeous cozy and if you're watching the video you can see that we're in mike's space today your gorgeous apartment recording a podcast i would no. be i would be like what the fuck yeah like how and i just i think it's just a really cool it is. it's a cool journey for it us is. i love this journey i love this journey for us so we're gonna be talking about holiday horror stories amazing we had some submissions and based on those we're gonna you know talk about our time with it mm-hmm. i when i reached out to you to do this episode you had this idea because we are in very similar points in our life we're both 100%. single yeah we're both this hustlers. episode is gonna be 180 degrees from last week <laughs> um last week was like married have their shit together absolutely love their li- and we love our life but like we we have our shit together but it's a different kind <laughs> of that and i i would love to hang out and meet naomi but like something that's interesting and cool about recording now is i never have mm-hmm. but i've heard her speak mm-hmm. um so it is quite interesting to be in that position too yeah yeah, I think it's so. Yeah, that you hit the nail on the head. That it's this like is going to be a completely two different, different sides of your life. Yes, yes. And I said to Mike, I was like, you know, you're going to be chaotic <sighs> with me. You're going to be 100. So I can't wait. But before we go into that, before we talk about mm-hmm. our holiday woes, I brought. Um, we're not really strangers. I do enjoy this game. And I thought we would just do like a couple cards, perfect, just to like get us going, perfect. even though that we've already started. So I'm gonna let's do. Let's do, like, this side, because that's the one. That's, like, level one. Okay. Okay. Should I grab one, too? Oh, no. I got a wild card. I don't want to do a wild card. Why do they do that? That's, like, this... I mean, a Scrabble <laughs> blank tile is, like, fine and, like, helpful every once in a while, but it's also one point every time. Like, why do we need a wild? Because this know. is already a wild game. Yeah. Well, each... Okay, how about we do one question from one, one from two, and one from three? Perfect. Each. Okay. Perfect. So, what character would I play in a movie? <clears throat> Is it a movie that's, like, already existed? Mm, good question. Yes. Or no, you can make up your own movie. Have you ever seen... Oh, gosh. I think it's called One Night in Soho. No, I've never seen it's it. It's a psychological thriller. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull out my phone to tell you the actress... Because you're allowed your phone on here. Mike is like so worried about all the rules and regulations of the podcast. He was like, do you want me to give you my laptop so you don't have to use your phone? I'm like, there are no rules. You can go potty whenever you'd like. You don't have to ask permission. I'm very unplugged. (laughs) (laughs) And also just like context. And I hope they don't see this, but I work with students in podcasting. So they, like, I'm kind of used to oh. no devices. While um, you're podcasting. Yeah. Interesting. So, but, I mean, I'm also, I also listen to so many podcasts that I know that they have their devices out. But anyway, yeah, it is called Last Night in Soho. It came okay. out in 2021. Google has the genre listed as horror slash mystery. Okay. It's rated R. Okay. Um, Do you want me to read the description to you? Yeah. An aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s. Ooh! Where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. However, 
The glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. So it is... Would I be the lead? It's non-linear. You would be the lead. <laughs> Thank and you. And the cast is uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Love. And Thomason McKenzie. And Love. you resemble... You resemble... You resemble her right now with yeah. how your hair is... You can't <laughs> see this picture, but... Um, Look it up. Yeah. Honored. Okay. Love it. Good answer. Okay. That's another wild card, but it's it's kind of quick. Okay, do it. Okay. Think of your favorite childhood TV show of all time on the count of three. Say it out loud. Okay. Wait. One. Wait, wait. No. You already know yours? Yeah, just go. Okay. One, two, three. Barney. Full house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's so tragic. My lights just <laughs> fell a little bit. Um, he said, okay. Wait, did you get from two? Wait, you didn't specify. Favorite childhood. Childhood. How old were you? Child, is, child is like five to 12. Okay, I was watching Barney when I was like five. Girl. I don't know. <laughs> Next question. Go. Okay, if you have, when was the moment you realized you weren't invincible? Oh, my car accident. I was thinking that too. Yeah, that was really tragic. Don't want to get into it, but like totaled the car. Yeah. And honestly, again, talked about this in therapy today. Totally changed my outlook. I feel a lot lighter. Every day is truly some sort of a blessing. And just like waking up every day is enough. Mm -hmm. And Gwyneth Paltrow said it. If you, I don't want to send a single second of my <laughs> life doing something I don't want to do. I could croak right now but at least i'm doing something i want to be doing i love that, that um, beautiful. we're not doing this one but show the first photo in your camera roll i'm not doing that. yeah no I and that no that just leaves all be. the listeners out are you missing anyone right now do you think they're missing you too yeah i miss my sister a little bit yeah i miss both of them i just saw them but like when i see them it makes me miss them more it's kind of like sex like you know when you haven't had sex for a while and after a while just talking about this and after a while it's like i don't need that i'm fine but the second you do it then you're like i need it a little bit insatiable yes i need it all the time that's how i feel about my sister not sisters. sending this <laughs> okay so the metaphor was there. The analogy was there. It's just like the execution and the subject matter may not have matched exactly. But the point is, taken. but you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now that I've seen them, I just want to see them all the time. But isn't it somewhat? At, uh, I think they miss me, too. That was the second part. I'm going to be canceled for like being anti-science, but like it, there's science behind that. Right. That has to be a dopamine or a serotonin. Right. hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, Wait, are like you a, talking about like seeing people or sex? Both. Both. Oh. It has to... Dopamine is the good one. Yeah. So you have that dopamine rush. There's that yeah. Billie Eilish song. Oh. She oh. misses the dopamine from the uh, release you have when you have intercourse. Um, so relatable, Billie. And I'm pretty sure dopamine is like also you get that when you cuddle. Really? I don't love cuddling. You don't. It, like, seriously depends. <sighs> if I don't know the person, like, I can't go on a date with someone, meet them, and after, like, three dates, cuddle with them. That, I feel like, honestly, and this is a bold statement, cuddling is more intimate to me than sex. 
I'll fuck someone raw. I don't. But di- I don't, I don't disagree. But now we're getting into what is intimacy. There's oh, so God. much different. There's so many different kinds of intimacy, and I think this has changed. But like one of my love languages for sure, it's touch. Yeah. And like I, I'm cognizant of it, but I do. I can get touchy with friends, mm-hmm. not in a perverted sense. Yeah. But like if we're sitting on the couch together or we're at a restaurant, like I might like tap your leg. <laughs> Just, have you ever seen that TikTok of those straight people? Oh my gosh. Those straight people that do like that love bombing energy, that yes, shaky shaky. Of course. Like, a little Are bit you of like that. that. No, a little bit of that. But like, why did you just say straight people? Oh my gosh. Do you hate I, the straights? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but I did think of that TikTok and those. Yeah, they are. They're, they're bad. insufferable. They're insufferable. Bad, 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 bad. Like, but I think about it, and a hug to me is more intimate than a kiss. Like, because more of your body is touching. It's just like cuddling is so. So much of your body is touching, and I don't like it all the time. It's scary to me, but that's that's my own trauma. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like to be held. I like to that's hold. That's great. So what was the question that you asked me? Why did we get into that? We started talking about cuddling. Um, oh, who misses? Do you miss who someone? Do you, miss? you miss your sisters, and then you related it to sex. Got it. Okay. okay. Um, Glad we got that. Was that, that was a tangent. What do you recommend I let go of, if anything? Do I recommend... What do I recommend Kat let go of? <laughs> I'm not no, going I'm on kidding. to that. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really funny. <laughs> what do I recommend you let go of? I don't know. Maybe... You want to pass? These are like... I don't want to pass. I, okay. I'm going to answer. Okay. I, can't wait. I don't think you... This is why we are friends. But maybe this is more of just a, uh, a confirmation that you continue to let go of it. It's just like the expectation of where we should be at 27. Love it. Love it. Like every day is a really cool mystery and... Naomi has Michael and they have that at their age and but there's no script for them either right and I celebrate that Mm -hmm. I celebrated if they were married at 18 no matter who it was like if that's your journey that's your journey but we're all on our own yeah and to to be benchmarking it against somebody else's is something that we can easily easily slip into love it so thank you last one what do you think my superpower is oh my god i would love to be invisible i think that's such a cool power i think your superpower is your empathy and your level of your you empathize so naturally and so and your connection with people is just something that I admire. You connect with people so effortlessly. Oh, and you. that's what that's a superpower because not everyone can do that. With it coming as genuine coming off as genuine as yours does. 
Thank you. And I know sometimes you think that you come off really bitchy. But knowing that and working on that is also great. But you connect with people and your empathy is just like it has no bounds. Thank you. Yeah, it's it can be an intense feeling and one that I need to like guard sometimes. But also I think that's why I like check in with people whenever you said it. I sometimes can come across as, uh, what did I tell you yesterday, non-Christian-like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We were we were texting a little bit bitchy, and then yeah. an hour later, you texted me like, "Hey, <laughs> I, need I just check that. <laughs> I, need to, I need to run it back." But no, I think that's uh, that that also is just coming with from intensity, caring a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, we need more. We need, we need more a little bit more caring in the world. Whoa! Come together right now, over me. Tits. All right, let's All right. sing a Christmas song. Christmas. <laughs> All right, so we are going to be talking about holiday horror stories. Do you say horror or horror? Let's go see a horror movie. Horror. I didn't say it that way. Yes, you did. You said horror, horror movie. You, you said horror. Good thing we have this on recording. The Conjuring is the best horror movie of all time. I'm saying horror. Okay, horror. Okay, so some of these, a lot of these weren't Christmas because I, I, I really, there were no limits. I said a holiday. And you, you mentioned earlier that you had a lot of submissions, which again is really cool for the pod. So yeah, keep it up. Do you have any holiday horror stories that you want to share, or do you want to let people's submissions, like both? Inspire? But I, I did have like mine's not necessarily a singular incident. Okay. Um, the it's a, more of an idea and a concept at Christmas of. Going to Christmas Eve Mass. Okay. And the Midnight Mass. <laughs> oh, you did Midnight. Every, not not every year. Whoa. Not every year. But I would say I've been... What religion half, were you practicing? Uh, we were Catholic. <gasps> Me Catholic. too. Yeah. Confirmed altar boy canter. No I shit. I sang House Down Boots in church. Give me a little, give me a little something. Hell no. <laughs> um, so... That's the one that you get the little candles. Yeah. I was so, I was Catholic as well. So they're lighting up. Yeah. I mean, have you been to a midnight mass? Never midnight. My family was You've not that cool. You've never been to a midnight mass. No. Should we go this year? Absolutely not. Okay. But when we... I could. I think I'm going to go to a movie on Christmas night, though. Okay. Not Christmas Eve. Okay. Anyway. It got so hot. Do you remember like Easter or like Christmas Day? Like it would be so hot. And I just remember. Because there's so many people. That Christmas Eve mass. So many people packed in there like little Catholic sardines. Mm-hmm. Everybody's passing out. No. Yeah. They were passing out? I know at least one year my great grandma did. And like we she were there died? for. No, she passed out. Oh, she did. She is deceased but not I thought you said she dead no but yeah that's I I don't know if I went to like weird churches but I remember like quite a few passiality scary emergency incidents I think people it's weird I think people pass out a lot in church because I remember Naomi's wedding they were like make sure you eat Make sure you drink water because we have had so many people pass out up on the altar. Like, make sure. 
And that made me so nervous. Like, why are people passing out in churches so much? I feel like they shouldn't tell you that, though, because then all I would be thinking about is passing out, and then yeah. I would probably My pass out. My knees were, like, absolutely locked. I was just freaking out. I can't say I ever have actually passed out. I was going to ask if you passed out. Wait, were you serving at this midnight mass? Were you just... I'm always serving. <laughs> No, when were I, you working? Were you on the clock? No, were you when I was boy? when I was <laughs> old enough to be singing and serving the Lord at church, mm-hmm. um, we would no longer go to midnight mass because I would be booked for nine a.m. <laughs> booked and blessed, baby. Okay, love it. My one holiday horror story is. I put this on my Instagram story the year my dad lit our Christmas tree on Stop. fire. So I called my mom today to kind of like get more context because I was pretty young and she like burst out fucking laughing at the mention of Aww. this. She was like, he loved to light shit on fire. Like apparently when there were bees around, he would just like have a gas tank and put gas on it and Stop. throw a match on them. Pyrotechnic. <laughs> like, yeah. So I guess he like dragged her. Were there tree bees out. in the Christmas tree? No, but that was just like her example that he just like okay. was addicted so he dragged our Christmas tree out to the sidewalk and <laughs> I guess was just like, all right, like, what should I do with this thing? Did you guys not have like woods behind your house that he could have No, just, like, we lived in like a very hoity-toity neighborhood. Like suburban, only grass. Only grass, like the greenest grass you've ever okay, seen. Okay, okay. Um, and I know for a fact, like, no one watered this fucking Christmas tree, like, the entire season. <laughs> so this bitch was drier very than... Very tiny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I guess he just like held a lighter up to it. And my mom said that it was like a freight train. Like you could just hear like. (laughs) (laughs) And it like lit on fire. So it was so dry. And she said it was so windy that day that embers were just like (laughs) flying everywhere. Oh my gosh. Like all of the pine needles fly. This is not real. Well, yeah. I I think that this is pretty flame retardant. Yeah, but, like, it, apparently, like, a house was getting built next to us, and he was, like, freaking out because all the embers were just getting, like, flown over to this house in construction, and there was nothing he could do because the second he lit it on fire, and for five years, we didn't have any grass on that patch where he lit the tree on fire because it was so... Did he? There use, was snow on the ground. Did he use a flame accelerant, or did he just light it? He just lit that bitch on fire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it was pretty dry. Um, I feel like there's always a lot of like fire at Christmas stories. My house burnt down 15 years ago. What? Two weeks before Christmas. Your whole house burnt down? Well, okay. That's so like, not the holiday horror story that came to mind for you. Well, it's like two weeks before. I mean that. But yeah, so like that was pretty tragic. But yeah, there's a lot of fires around Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Are we ready for these stories? Yep. Okay, we'll start light. This wasn't Christmas. It was Valentine's Day. But hands down, worst gift I've ever received was a silicone copy of my boyfriend at the time's dick. Mind you, we lived <laughs> together. Would have been more justifiable if we were long distance. But come on, man. <laughs> I don't find that to be upsetting. I she's. I think that this person's upset because that is a bizarre gift. 
First of all, if my boyfriend, if I had one. What if he goes away on a work trip? I like, I don't think that he was or she would have said that they live together. Oh, so he can't go to work. What? She... I think it would be kind of like hot to know that like my partner worked from home one day and decided to. I'm saying some questionable <laughs> things. Yeah, that's how I feel. Here's how I feel. If I had a boyfriend and he gave me a silicone copy, a printed 3D copy of his mm-hmm. exact penis, okay. I would dump him on the spot because... You're wrong. Because you have just given me the only reason I probably... Wait, this is so sad. I was going to say the only reason why I need you or I like you. Oof. So you're going to look into that this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm going to go to therapy. Moving on. I think it was, I think it, I get it. Now, okay, here's the thing though. If that's the only thing <laughs> she got for Christmas, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah. I think in relationships yeah, for most holidays mm-hmm. and birthdays, it should be something thoughtful. Okay. Something that person wants. And then a funny. And something sexy. Ooh, okay. Write it down, people. Um, the year... Oh, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Don't listen to this if you, there are kids around. The year I found out Santa wasn't real. I heard a big boom downstairs and rushed to see what I thought was Santa Claus, but my dad was just so drunk he fell into the Christmas tree trying to put our presents around it. How old is this person? This person who submitted this? I don't know. I can't can't see. They're all anonymous. (laughs) They were like 28. Well, this is the year she found out Santa wasn't real, or he found out Santa wasn't real. Last year? (laughs) Do you know Santa's not real? Fudge. When no, did you um, find out? That's really funny, though. No, there was just one. My my Santa's not real story is like pretty boring. My Santa's not real story is very similar to my parents getting divorced story mm. in that I knew for like a year and a half before. And I just didn't say anything <laughs> because you let your parents parent. Oh, but yeah, one day, I don't remember one day. My, I think I was like. 11 or 12 and my mom was like you know santa's not real right and i was like Ugh. yeah no we're we're good um that's really funny though that dad feels very relatable like there's kids yeah. kids feel hard uh, i know i'm a kid i'm somebody's <laughs> child i'm a kid i'm two people's children i actually have step parents i'm somewhat their child yeah um yeah that's good for him i think that's so funny like Good for him. I would cry. I, I think that if I caught, I never caught my parents putting presents around the tree, but I think that that would be like traumatizing to me. But I do think that that's so, like that would be a really fun part of being a parent. Like oh, trying yes. to sneak that. But then also like to this father's point, like he's intoxicated and ran into the tree. Like, <laughs> of course you are. It's Christmas Eve and you have children. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I can't imagine. I would yeah, be hammered. Like, no wonder your dad set the tree on fire. He's sick of our shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, this reminds me of, wait, another horror story that I had when I got super fucking blacked out on Christmas Eve Eve. 
Have I, have I ever told you this story? No. Okay, I went to this bar, my hometown bar, on Christmas Eve Eve. Because Christmas Eve Eve was the same as Thanksgiving yeah, Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get to, like, see people that you... Yeah. And just get absolutely annihilated. Mm-hmm. And Naomi was actually bartending at this hometown bar. Convenient. So the tab was obviously $3. But Amazing. we I was ripping. I think I had 10 Rumplemint shots no. within 30 minutes. Dumb. Dumb, dumb. I completely blacked out. Dumb. I came to in my childhood home and everything I owned was in the washing machine. My phone, all my clothes, my comforter, my charger, I think my laptop, everything I owned. And I was like, what the fuck? I opened the washing machine, pulled everything out and there was like vomit everywhere. So I threw up over everything. And then I like went upstairs and I threw up all over the carpets and the rugs and everything. And I guess I was trying to clean it. And I used toilet bowl cleaner. So I bleached all of my childhood home carpets. Like, so when we sold the house, my mom had to, like, very um, intentionally put, like, little throw rugs around. Because I put toilet bowl cleaner everywhere. Did you get cold that year? No. My mom actually woke up the next morning and was like, honey. You know my mom. Why didn't you wake me up? I was like, mom. I was fucking hammered in your home how disrespectful that's a very different response than i would get um but oh yeah my mom's an angel she was like honey but i can relate to um oh my mom's calling should i answer (laughs) no hello hey i'm working can i call you back Okay. okay i'm gonna read a long one okay The family Christmas party that sparked a pretty awful bet. Sad, yet funny now. In high school, I dated this boy for about three months. He invited me over to his grandparents' house for their Christmas party. So, of course, I was nervous, but also excited. Three months feels early for grandparents. I'll say that. In high school, though. Like, high school, like, they were probably so in love. I don't care. (laughs) Don't. Don't three months is insane. Don't mess with your grandparents, like in their sanity, and they don't got, string like, them along. Hearts and stresses that we don't know about. Don't string them along. No. Three months is early. No. Okay, go ahead. So of course I was nervous, but also excited because I really liked him and his family. First thing I walk into is his cousin's girlfriend, who openly did not like me sitting at the table with everyone. I was barely in the <laughs> door. Known him for three months. <laughs> I was barely in the door, and she goes, don't worry, I won't bite. Um, Overall, his family was nice, and the party went well until the boy decided to leave me alone with all of them for a few hours. Hours? (laughs) Hours. I would have have called an Uber, or I I lifed. Maybe Uber wasn't, depending on how old this person is, Uber was not a thing when we were in high school cell phones were yeah they were they definitely were they were invented um i don't remember what they were doing but it took them him and his cousin forever i don't remember what they were doing yeah she says or he says i don't remember what took them so long like i don't know what they were doing him and his cousin but it took them forever okay (laughs) listening (laughs) once he got back he was in such a rush to leave i wasn't sure why he said let's get you home and we left I thought he was being nice because my dad had a strict curfew for me. Uh huh. Um, on the way home, I wasn't sure we were going. It was all country back roads to get to his grandma's. 
but we ended up at his house. I was like, this isn't where you said we were going. He proceeded to make out with me in his truck for like maybe five minutes before he said, and I quote, do I need a condom? This gives yeah, me- Yeah, you do. You do need a condom. They made out for five minutes. Yeah, he's trying to, how much longer do you need? <laughs> Shut up. I would say, no, I'm Things good. Things about condoms were also discussed <laughs> on this podcast that I think I'm going to make a PSA on everybody's behalf. Use a condom. Okay. Um, you could, there's a bunch of different ones. There's even different flavors. Oftentimes, there's they could, flavors? there are flavored condoms. Fun. You could go to any of your local health clinics and they're free there. PSA PSA yes he needs a condom go ahead again I was expecting to go home and not do any of this so I was not prepared whatsoever but we but we proceeded with me thinking we'd we'd go inside nope we stayed in the truck in his driveway let's just say the next 10 minutes were pretty awkward and terrible I remember in the middle of things looking out the window and thinking wow I really want to go home now oh no (laughs) something truly seemed off I was definitely not in the Christmas spirit anymore And then this person said, y'all can laugh at this because I do now. He then proceeded to go 90 miles per hour (laughs) down the back roads to my house. (laughs) Terrifying experience. He dropped me off quick and dipped. He then proceeded to break up with me over text. Every girl's dream Christmas gift. Hmm. He broke up with her that night? Yeah. (gasps) Fucking monster. What? (laughs) Fucking monster. Turns out I was the center of a bet that him and his cousin made at the Christmas party while they were gone. He had to do something with me before his family got home. I was not easy or someone who slept around, so this made me so sad for the longest time. I got over it eventually, but now I have this very terrible memory that pops in my head every holiday season when I think about or go to family Christmas parties. What the figgity fuck? Okay, well, I am very sorry for this person's experience. That's not how that goes. Consent is sexy and important, and it oftentimes takes less than five seconds to obtain. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening and I have a theory. What's up? The boyfriend and cousin disappear for hours to make a bet. How long does a bet take? Not as long as it <laughs> takes to do some other things. You think he fucked his cousin? I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that. He fucked his cousin. I, if this person (laughs) follows up and is like, you just ruined this person's family, (laughs) a la Jerry Springer, I won't be surprised. But I mean, that is so fucked up. That's an, uh, that's an awful Christmas. That is so fucked up. Especially for this poor person to actually like this person enough after three months. Wow. And then go to Yeah, but they're saying like, I really liked him. I really liked his family. That hurt, that, that. To have been in that position, in that person's shoes. It's so sad. Yeah, I just hope, I, I think we need a few, a little bit longer than three months, maybe next time. I bet. I need longer than three months. But I mean, like, you remember in high school, like, everything just, oh. like, I don't know. That's just so fucked up. I hate hearing stories men. about that. Men. Men. Why are they? Why are men? Why men? Why are Why? men? How? If you know why men, let us know. Call us at 1-800-W-H-Y-M-E-N. That's 1-800-W-H-Y-M-E-N.
why men. Mm-hmm. Next one. I fully blacked out on Thanksgiving Eve the first year post-grad. Family football started at 9 a.m. <laughs> Did you f- play family football? Do I look like I play <laughs> family football? Do I? Do I strike you as somebody who has a family? <laughs> <laughs> I, we played family football in my family. It was like, like a turkey bowl. Awful. I woke up. Immediately vomited and continued to throw up for the rest of the day, including on the side of the field. Not MVP that year. Grandma had dementia and every 15 minutes. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. I'm not laughing. It was just how grandma. it was said. It was how it was said. Okay, grandma had ahead. dementia. Yeah. And every 15 minutes asked if I was okay and why I didn't look so great. I kept saying I didn't feel great, needed a nap, yada yada. And I soaked up her sympathy until my mom snapped and yelled, she's hungover, mom. She did it to herself. Oh, that's funnier that this is a she. That it, I, I had assumed that this might be a boy. I don't know. But this is great. Go ahead. Apparently that stuck in her brain. <laughs> Grandma remembered that she was hungover. That's funny. I finally ate dinner seven hours late at like 10 p.m. Can confirm Thanksgiving leftovers are better even on the same day. I think you, I think we need to make it socially acceptable to, you're allowed to be hungover at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the tailgate for Christmas. And I (laughs) fully, I understand that we need to be grateful and thankful. And I love spending time with my family on Thanksgiving. I do. But I can multitask. I can both be hungover and spend time with you. And oh, some, I cannot. sometimes the best time spent with your family is when you're taking a nap on the couch and they're all in the other room. Oh. But, like, at least I went. At least I showed up. I Thanksgiving, was... should be, Thanksgiving should be fun. There, I said it. And <laughs> let's eat at four. Let's eat at five. Uh, Let's eat at 10 p.m. Does your family eat at like 1 o'clock on Thanksgiving? No, I fucking hate that I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Every year I have... It's dinner. I have like a late lunch and an early dinner. Both of them. I eat at like 1 and 3. And I have to trek all across this side of the state. Divorced Yeah, because my parents couldn't work it out. I love it. Yeah, no, my, my no, mom I, and I... I'm very fortunate, though. My mom Let and I... Let the record reflect. Gosh, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Let the record reflect. No, my mom and I, it was just us two, and we had dinner at like 8 p.m., and it was lovely this year. That's so nice. Yeah, I mean... We're... But I was so hungover the whole yeah. day, and she wasn't mad at me. Yeah. She let me stay in my GMEs the whole day. This, yeah, this thing's... I can't talk about this Thanksgiving Eve. Go ahead. Why? It was okay. a fun one. Good one? Yeah. Okay, last one. Are we ready? Yeah. Are we going to tell our listeners that we went off cam? Yeah, the camera died. Sorry, guys. Okay, I still consider New Year's Eve to be part of the holiday season. Whenever I was in elementary school, I wanted to make some popcorn and couldn't find scissors to open the bag. So I grabbed a serrated steak knife from the butcher block and used that, resulting in nearly cutting the entire tip of my finger off. I should have gone to the hospital for stitches, but my dad was beyond frustrated and didn't want to drive to the hospital. What was she cutting open? A popcorn bag. <laughs> Why did the camera go off at the <laughs> yeah, worst we, moment? We need that. I wish everybody could see the... A steak knife for a popcorn bag? 
I don't know. Which that part of the popcorn bag? Like the cellophane that's around? Yeah, the... it's probably like the plastic part. Like that's the... what your teeth are for. Oh my god! Don't you shouldn't use your teeth for anything. I know, but a serrated a steak, steak knife. knife overkill. Go ahead. So dad's pee. dad's annoyed for like yeah. what reason? Like so sorry. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I guess. sorry for inconveniencing you with my birth. You brought me into this world. Yeah, fuck off. And now I'm bleeding. Um, <laughs> so instead, and the popcorn was honestly probably for the dad. So instead, I rang in the new year, traumatically using a vice grip to keep my fingertip from falling off. Jesus. To this day, I have a <laughs> massive... Do you know what a vice grip is? No. That's like a clamp that like turns and turns and turns. A clamp? <laughs> Let me show you what a vice grip is. What is it? To this day, I have a massive scar and limited feeling in the left side of that finger. That's crazy. She should have gone to the hospital. I'm showing you what a vice grip is. <laughs> <laughs> what? Th- this is like a tool. Yeah. Like, dad got it off the bench. Dad was like, we're not going to the hospital. Use my vice grip. But don't get any blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for some arbitrary task that I do once every six years. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it, there is something about holidays that like everybody finger, nobody knows how to act. Fingers get cut off. Fires are set. Nobody knows how to act. Everybody's moving a little bit too quick. So yeah. I invite everybody to just slow down. Just slow down chill this holiday season. Just man. chill out. Record a podcast. <laughs> like hang out with a friend on a weeknight because because mm-hmm. you can. You can. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no a big, fire, no knives. I'm a big proponent too. Um, being alone and like single in the holidays can like somewhat be a little bit trying. I don't feel like I'm too worried about it, Mm -hmm. but take some time alone. Like Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve or Christmas day, it's going to be Christmas day for me. Like I'm coming home from family stuff early Mm -hmm. and I'm either going to like rent an overpriced movie on my own screen or I'm going to go to a movie by myself. Like, that is something that, like, I think we all need is a little bit more time alone, too. Have you ever done that before? Or is this going to be your first oh, yeah. year doing that? Yeah, huh. no, I, I like to end end a lot of the holidays alone. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, when I'm single. Yeah. We're both a little single, single yeah. crickets. If you're in the greater Pittsburgh area, <laughs> Hit holler. us up. Hit us up. We're looking for a gay man and a, and a straight man. You don't even need to be that gay for me. Like, <laughs> He'll make it happen. We can figure it out. Thanks, Mike, for coming on Let Her Cook. I hope I can make an appearance soon. Sorry about the camera dying. Oh, that's okay. Thanks for letting us do it in your gorgeous, cozy setup. I love it. Thanks for coming by. I love you. And everyone, please follow Mike's lead in liking, subscribing, being an avid follower on our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And have a great Christmas. We won't be talking to you until the new year. Happy New Year. Well, we'll have an episode next week, but that's after Christmas time. Well, happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, celebrate something. Celebrate something because something is worth celebrating. Do you want to go do something witchy this Friday night for the winter solstice? Ooh, there's a winter solstice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can. Should I have we a show. burn some intentions? We did it for the autumn equinox, remember? Oh, yes, we did. It, it didn't go that bad for me. Yeah, no, no. I think that it went well. Okay. But you, no, we literally just said we are not playing with fire. We can't burn anything. That was a rule. That was a very clear rule we set. We'll figure just something out. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all. Have a great week. Let her cook.
Bye.